take a walk, ride, stroll, or just listen as you take hold and engage because you are now entering the Cerebral Podcast. The wordplay of the day. My crutches are the instruments that I have used to live my life. But sometimes the meanings of those instruments have been misunderstood. The instruments have struck different chords with different people. But I have still meant to implement them. The thought of the day comes from writer and professor Joseph Campbell. He said, life is without meaning. You bring meaning to it. The meaning of life is whatever you ascribe it to be. Being alive is the meaning. Hello, friends, and welcome back to The Cerebral Podcast. For new listeners, The Cerebral Podcast is me talking about my crutches as disability devices and literary devices. I grew up in a mainstream environment where I felt like a fish out of water because I had to figure out the basics of balance and speed. For me, cerebral palsy was an oxymoron. I used the 6T formula of think, trust, tool, try, test, and train to manage myself and my disability. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to thank international listeners in the United Kingdom, Egypt, Canada, Greece, and Germany. Preface. For the month of February, I have been talking about relationships and mentorship. Today, I am talking more about Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey. In this week's Rite of Passage Experiences, or ROPE, I am talking about some of the myths I have experienced in my life. One of the disability myths is brain palsy. Another disability myth is that people with disabilities are weak physically or mentally. The third myth about disabilities that I have experienced was that I needed to be healed physically. A fourth myth that I have dealt with in my life was that I needed to keep up with the rest of society or the Joneses. Be sure to listen for one or two things that you can take away from this episode. Now, let's both take hold and engage. According to Wikipedia, Joseph Campbell was an American writer and professor who worked in the fields of comparative mythology and comparative religion. His work covered many aspects of the human experience. He published his best-known work, The Hero with a Thousand Faces, in 1949. In the book, he developed and discussed his theory of the hero's journey. The journey is also known as a monomyth. The Star Wars franchise, among many other archetypal hero stories, use things like the call to adventure, the refusal to meet the call, 
and meeting or getting aid from, from a mentor. It included learning new skills through training and development from examples like the Jedi. Through the use of the Jedi mindset and new tools like the instrument of the lifesaver and how to harness the use of the force, Luke Skywalker developed new understandings. He also became transformed by the mindfulness training and the physical training that enabled his ultimate transformation into a Jedi Master. The Jedi Order gave Luke some opportunities to think, trust, tool, try, test, and train. Part of what Luke learned during his training came from the Jedi Master Yoda, who gave him guidance. Yoda's guidance and instruction helped Luke to realize that he was more capable than he thought he was. Luke's belief system was initially limited. In this clip, Yoda corrected Luke's understanding of training. You must unlearn what you have learned. All right, I'll give it a try. No, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. In this week's Rite of Passage Experiences or Rope, I am talking about some of the disability myths that I learned and I had to unlearn. Cerebral palsy is a neurological movement disorder, not a brain palsy, as some people have told me when I was growing up. Cerebral palsy is the most common physical disability in childhood, and it includes an umbrella term. Cerebral palsy impacts a person's ability to move and their posture. I moved slowly because of my coordination and my crutches. I used to say that walking with crutches was like walking with ski poles. This helped other people who didn't have a visual or visceral understanding of crutches to know more about what walking with crutches was like. The brain palsy or cerebral palsy often resulted in being labeled as slow or, in the 1980s, retarded. Even as an adult, I had to sometimes remind coworkers that slow did not mean stupid. Slow meant that I had to work through several unseen or misunderstood obstacles. I also gently tried to remind people that negative attitudes added to those obstacles. A second myth was that people with cerebral palsy or other related disabilities were weak physically or mentally. The number of physical and mental calculations I had to do to walk and navigate the world should put that negativity to rest. The energy it took to use and utilize my crutches to navigate through the physical obstacles and other obstacles around reminded me of the limited attitudes of some adults in the 1980s. Some people still have the attitude that crutches are not tools. To them, they are only medical devices. But most people only use crutches temporarily during injuries or broken bones. 
So their understanding of crutches and the versatility of crutches were limited in their mind. A third myth was that I needed to be healed physically. This myth came from the societal understanding of sickness and people being uncomfortable with discomfort or disability. A friend and mental health professional says that it's not your job to stay quiet so that others can stay comfortable. Some people were uncomfortable or uneasy around me because I sometimes reminded people of their own fragility, or at least the fear of their own fragility. My friends know that I am not fragile. I learned how to manage my disability. I cannot always teach people how to overcome their limiting beliefs or fears. Another myth was that I had to conform to succeed. This was often because reasonable accommodations didn't exist in my life, in school, or sometimes at home. So I had to conform to able-bodied standards. I had to keep up with everybody else or I would be left behind or forgotten about. The crutch is not a crutch for someone like me who has used it for most of his life to gain independence. Keeping up with the Joneses also sometimes meant confusing my need to live up to other people's standards of financial and physical success. The only standard I needed to live up to was my own independence standard. It is ironic to me that standards can often cause misunderstandings. Members of my family still believe my disability is only my problem. Throughout my life, I had to break through many of the fragile myths and attitudes. Joseph Campbell dealt with mythology by discussing the different aspects of the human experience. One of the things that I have tried to do in this podcast is to redefine what it means to live and manage my disability. I can't control the meaning that other people take from my disability experience. Even I don't have that much power to perform a Jedi mind trick. Were there one or two things that you could lean on or lean into? There are more episode resources in the show notes. Thank you for allowing me to be a voice inside your head. Please share this podcast with someone you know. Were there one or two specific things that you learned or liked? Would you mind joining and sharing it on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group? You can listen to the show on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you to the listeners who support the show on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group. I invite you to join the group. You can also email the show at thecerebralpodcast at gmail.com or send questions, comments, or ideas for the show. And remember, it takes effort to be vulnerable, 
be accountable and be respectful in the way you treat others and yourself. You can be the biggest variable in your life when you take ownership. Now, take hold, engage in your world. You are now leaving the Cerebral Podcast. I never give up.